This is a Rooster Teeth production. To all you tabulians, slither on into the stinky dragon, quaff our latest cocktail, decoction de cola. It's a mixture of Dread Bull energy drink, cactox cola, a swig of dragon's breath bitters. One taste of this tantalizing intoxicant will finally give you the courage to go out on a limb. Previously, our adventurer sparred with Sludge the Monopolus, his army of amnesia, the sinister shaman Zeus. While battling in the Bramble Castle, they slayed some slimes, shoved Zeus down a hole, and spellbound Sludge with synaptic static. Sadly, Sludge managed to slink away in defeat, but it looks like Lord Lomish is finally on the mend. Round up a refreshment, let's return to our rank recollection. That's how the song goes. Unsludge slumps to the ground, his oozy form starting to shrivel and turn pale. The future is already written, mortals. portal opens up beneath Sludge and he sinks into it as it closes around him. You hear a gasp from uh, the southern end of the room. <gasps> Lady Sandra's on the ground holding Lord Lomish in her arms. Sorry to interrupt, but I also shot Zeus once again with the exploding arrow. At this arrow. point, yes, uh, exploding arrow went off again. All right, thank you. Continue. Lady Sandra's on the ground holding Lord Lomish in her arms. He's beginning to stir. Uh, wh where am I? Oh, my Daya, you're finally awake. Don't worry, sweetheart. You're safe. Sweetheart? Safe? Lady Sandra turns to Mud. His memories. Are we too late? She holds up Lord Lomish's head and leans him towards Mud. Look over here, sweetheart. See that fear bulb? You remember him, right? It's been a while, but you've been waiting to see him for so long. His name is Mud. I turn into a plesiosaurus. <laughs> Just fill the room with, di with aquatic dinosaur. Uh, uh, could I go over to Lord Lomish and hold his hand and go, that's right, his name is Mud. Very good, sir. <laughs> and who is he to you? Make a medicine check for hospice care. Uh, Bart. Bart's about to kill my dad. Uh, 17. Okay. Oh, okay. He looks at you with a quizzical look and then turns back and looks at Mud. Mud cast disguise self and looks like Bart. <laughs> Whoa! I love how this poor old man is finally getting He's... some memories back, and you're like, da 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 da. da. <laughs> Gum Gum goes up and goes, "Why don't you go say hi to your dad?" Yeah, Mud. <laughs> Mud, your your home. Tears streak down his gray furry face. I'm sorry, Mud. I'm sorry for pressuring you to take the crown. Your mother and I, we were just so excited to pass the crown on to the next generation that we never stopped to make sure that's what you wanted. I hope you'll come to forgive me, son. 
I love you. And I just want you to be happy. So if you'll indulge your old man, what does make you happy? Mud, uh, very happy to hear this from his papa. Uh, thinks for a moment and then reaches into his bag and pulls out a little badger and says, this makes me happy. <laughs> oh, gumbo. Dad, I'd like you to meet gumbo. Attack. He puts his hand on your shoulders and smiles and says, it's a pleasure to meet you, gumbo. <laughs> well, son, if you're happy, we're happy. He looks at your mother and they smile. Then he turns to look at Bart, who's still holding his hand. <laughs> and I go, if you're happy, I'm happy. And then he hugs him. <laughs> and says, and who are these folks? My name is Bartholomew Finn, sir. Pleasure to meet you. And he kisses his hand. <laughs> Ooh. He's so proper. Make a charisma check. Oh, you got it. Gladly. 16. Oh, quite the pleasure, sir. And I am the killer of Quadrin, the slayer of Sludge, the hero of Everwinter, I'm Kyborg! Did you really do much damage to Sludge? You, you're exploding arrow hit Seuss at the end. Yeah. I did the killing yeah, shot! Kyborg, yeah, I did the killing shot! How much damage did you do, Kyborg? <laughs> was it 60? It was a killing shot! So, Bart the charismatic, Kyborg the boisterous. The killer. Yeah. And he looks to Gum Gum. I'm Gum Gum. I'm a flower wizard. The flowering wizard of a quadrant, and then the, the flowery <laughs> wizard of Sludge. Stop, stop it. Uh, what? And my best friend. And Bert's flower best friend. Yep. And Gum Gum the simple. <laughs> and Gum Gum the long-winded. He's, my dad is back from the grave for five seconds and he's burned Gum Gum already. <laughs> well, it is an honor to meet all of you. I assume I have all of you to thank for my rescue. Yes, all of us individually help just as much as each other. <laughs> Equally, everyone took their time with each turn and did just as much work as everyone here. I thought mud mostly was like in a shield. Though. He came down in a <laughs> bubble, mud. <laughs> mud helped the most. Your boy really is uh, quite the fighter. Oh, I see. Yeah. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, you will always have a place to stay in Bayou. A lady Sandra chimes in at this point. Oh, that reminds me. Mud, I know it can be cold out there in your adventures, and I know you can get cranky if you don't get some alone time away from people. So I grabbed your favorite cloak from your room. You must have forgotten it. <laughs> she holds out a mossy green cloak with yellowish trim. The mantle seems to be made of fresh grass and wildflowers. Hmm. Ooh, I love a new fashion to put on. Well, it's an old fashion. This is your old cloak. Yes, but I don't remember it. Oh, uh, retro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I put it on and, and I do a little, little swishy swishy. Ooh, nice. You can actually add this to your inventory. It should be listed in there. Uh, it's listed as the cloak of the secluded garden. And she asks, what was your password again? You know, to get inside the garden. One, two, three, four, five. Oh. <laughs> I like how it's not a keypad you type in. It's just something you say. <laughs> you want to read it for everyone? It has a spell called personal space. As an action, you can unclasp this cloak and speak a command word determined by the wearer. When you do, the cloak stands upright on its own and opens into a doorway that leads into an extra dimensional space. The space is 50 feet. With a command, also determined by me, the light, temperature, and humidity of the space can be altered to simulate any season in a temperate, tropical, or continental climate. 
The soil in the space is magical and rich in minerals, which causes plants and trees to grow three times as fast. Seeds, plants, furniture, materials, and tools can all be stored and used within the space. You can speak the command word again to return the cloak back to normal if the doorway is closed or damaged and a creature inside that extra-dimensional space are expelled into their open space nearest the entrance. Blah, 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 blah. Cloak is destroyed. Everything stored within the space is scattered across the astral plane. So it's personal space. I, I take it off and I whisper a word that they don't hear and I let Gumbo go play in there for a while. Oh, okay. Aww, cute. And then I whisper the word again and put it back. My voice is my password. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five. Did you ever actually have a brother? That's a very good question. Did you guys have a son named Clay? I'm, I'm on the heap of ash that Clay became and I'm like, I don't think he was real, guys. And, and you're... And you're <laughs> Foot is standing on uh, Dr. Seuss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they all seem to be perplexed, like they're trying to think really hard about Clay, about his existence or his lack thereof. You know, speaking of which, maybe that's a good segue. What do y'all want to do with Seuss? Seuss actually did not manage to escape, and uh, she was very, uh, shall we say, incapacitated, very injured by uh, some exploding mm. final shots from uh, Kyborg there. You're welcome. Well, c- could we tell if she was, like, being brainwashed or affected by anything that would make her do these evil things? Like, mm. I'm trying to figure out if she's actually a bad person deep down. Should we go interrogate her? I'm down. Before we get, uh, Dr. S- or, Professor, sorry, your dad. Lord, Lord Lomish. Lomish. Lord Lomish. The D- Dr. Mr. Lord Lomish. Was Dr. <laughs> Seuss. Shaman Seuss. Was Shaman Seuss uh, mean or evil before? Do y'all remember any of that? It's very difficult to think about that, to recall that right now. Everything seems very hazy. I perhaps you can ask Seuss, and maybe she probably remembers. Okay. I could use my ring of truth. Yeah, telling. I was gonna say, let's get the uh, the truth maker do it. Yeah, use my arrows of truth where I aim one right at her head, and I say, "Hey, what's up?" I say thanks and give him a hug. Your dad. Okay. Because I want to know. He needs dad. He needs dad vibes. Um, Should we first maybe like detect magic on her? See if she's like being enchanted or anything like that or. Sure. I cast detect magic. Okay. By the way, I should mention, uh, I'm pretty sure Bart is still a tree. (laughs) That's cool. Because I don't think I did anything after turning into one. Kuroko. Oh, so you still got your bark skin? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, not not, not your bark skin. That's a separate thing. (laughs) Maybe when you turn into that. You want to try that again after you can breathe? Okay. Maybe when you turn to that, we don't call you Bart, we call you Bark. Bark. He was so excited to get it out, he started choking. Sorry. Maybe what? That's by a joke. Uh, it says up to one minute, so it might be over by now. Uh, that would be like 10 rounds. It might still be going. Okay. Anyway, detect magic. Who cast detect magic? I did. Mud. Okay, yeah, you uh, detect magic from her broken staff. Uh, remember, it shattered when she tried to uh, dive into the uh, portal that Sludge was escaping into. Yeah. As well as you think she's wearing a ring with some kind of uh, magic properties on it. I take the ring. When you look at her hands, you can detect where the ring is and the magic is, but it doesn't look like she's wearing a ring on that digit. You can see, like, with your magic sense that there is a ring there, but visibly you can't actually see it. Can I still just grab yeah, that? Yeah, you that, grab it. Okay, I grab it. You grab it and pull it off of her. And then when you pull it off of her finger, you can actually see it. It, is, it seems to be uh, like a gold ring. Any inscription on the inside? <laughs> uh, no, no inscription on the inside. Throw uh, it in the fire. With uh, mm-hmm. a, a very familiar sort of carving. You know you've seen this ring before. Yeah. In fact, you think you have one on your hand. Oh. Wait, I have family, a ring. Is it like a family crest thing? No, I have a ring, and I will tell you what that ring is henceforth, immediately. And he did proclaim, 
that the ring was thus. I, it's a ring of mind shielding. Yeah, Ooh. it looks uh, like this ring that you've pulled off of her is uh, is identical to the one that you have. Oh, gimme, 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 well, gimme, gimme. You're immune to magic, allows other creatures to read your thoughts, determine whether you're lying, know you're lying. <laughs> like oh, Bart. good call. I like to think Bart reaching up with his <laughs> hands. Gimme, 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 gimme. gimme, gimme. <laughs> All right, yeah, you can have this ring because I have one. Put it on me. You can, I give you the ring of mind shielding. Oh. So you add that to your inventory now. <laughs> <laughs> I totally just shotgunned it. <laughs> Yo, I kind of hope I die at the end of this campaign because what? if you die while wearing this ring, <laughs> your soul goes into the ring yeah. and you could choose to remain in it or go to the afterlife. Yeah, I have oh. I have one ring like that as well. Is the idea that someone would pick it up and then you take over their body or uh, I don't know. As long as your soul is in the ring, you can telepathically oh, yeah, you can... communicate with any creature wearing it. Yeah, so you're like in there and now you can telepathically communicate. And they with... can't prevent it. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Is there anyone in the ring now? Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. I listened to my ring real quick. We can make Dr. Seuss go into this ring. Shaman Seuss. We can make Shaman Seuss go into this ring. Just put it back on her. Did I pick up the staff? You pick up the staff? Yeah. yeah. Or the, or did it bust? Remember, it was like a, it was a wooden staff with a, like it glowed yellow on the end and it just, it broke into two pieces. Okay. Pick it up. The, there was a diagem. There was a jewel. I don't know if we ever. Oh, where's the jewel? What jewel? No, the, from, from the staff? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still there. I, I assume there's part of it that he broke it up. <laughs> what jewel? I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stop trolling me. <laughs> Can I look at it and see if it... Did it look like the other digest? Well, did that did that um light up at all with my detect magic? Yeah, that yeah. was... Uh, the staff also did um, illuminate with your detect magic spell. Do I know what kind of magic it is? Uh, you detect divine magic. All right. So now you have to tell the truth. I mean, you can say what you want, but we've got a ring that'll tell us if you're lying. And if you lie, my friend here, Kaiborg, he's got... Uh, some anti-lie uh, arrows. I pop my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's in your best interest to just tell us what's going on. Bart puts his hands on his hips. And I I give you my gift of friendship. And <laughs> the friendship bracelet on. That doesn't actually um, give you any bonus, right? It's just... Not unless I Like role-playing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Seuss says... Well, you can try to scare me all you want. I'm not going to answer your questions. We're not trying to scare you. I'm trying to be your friend. Your friend is pointing an arrow right in my face. Yeah. Actually, make an intimidation check, Kyborg. There okay. You go. Um, I smack Kyborg's bootay. And I have the dread helm on, so I have intim uh, advantage on intimidation. It's a 10 and a zero. Um, <laughs> plus D4. Uh, plus D4. Come on. 13. <laughs> you have a helm to help you with this? How did you end up? Because I have a Bad negative two rolls. modifier. Stop it. I'm trying to be scary. What you? What was your final total? 13. 13. Your charisma is seven? Yeah. Is it bad? It's not new. I've told you. We have no... And oh, charisma wow. is an intel... Is, is, we have no charisma. We have no intelligence. Gus's head is on the desk. But ask me to do a backflip. <laughs> yeah. Haven't you seen him just do all physical things? It's okay. That's okay. why we have some people on our team like Bart. Yeah. Mine's eight. I designed Kyborg like this. This was the intent. Your charisma's eight? Mine's eight. Gum Gum's yeah. is 14. I know. Whoa. My lowest thing is strength, and that's 10. Yeah. My God. But what's your highest thing? Uh, Dexterity. At 18. Yeah, and I have a, a wisdom at 20. So it's just it's just where you spread. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she scoffs at the arrow you're pointing in her face. <laughs> Whatever pain you think you can inflict on me is nothing compared to the power of sludge. I well, call that uh, bluff and I shoot an arrow at her. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. I stop the arrow. I stop the arrow. I grab it. I grab it. I grab the arrow. Okay. She did say, uh... No, I've got a tactic. 
Okay. Okay, so my friend Kyborg doesn't interest you, but I am sorry to say, but you're attached to one of the most feared creatures in all of the land. Who? And <laughs> you're not helping. Oh. <laughs> and if you don't tell us the truth, you're stuck there forever. Come, come, be what? tough, be tough. I'm tough. It sounds like, madam, you are barking up the wrong tree. There you go. Why don't you leave our friends alone? Have Gum Gum roll for intimidation. Okay. And I slap Gum Gum's butt. Mm. Oh, that came off weird. Uh. <laughs> I'll change it. You hungry, Gum Gum? I've, I've unlocked snacks. memories in Gum Gum. Mm. Oh my god, I rolled a two. What is wrong with you guys? I rolled a two. I have plus six. I mean, I guess I could use an inspiration die. Do it. For this? Yes. Do okay. this? Do it. What if For I try? This woman who's probably. Wait, can't I give inspiration? Can you? Yeah, can't you? Uh, I thought somebody said that in like the Reddit or something. You can gift inspiration, dog? Yeah. That might be like a homebrew thing. What if I try affection? Wait, wait. You could try the... persuasion instead no, no. of intimidation. If the you intimidation, want. I thought you could transfer. Inspiration die? Yeah, sorry. It's inspiration day. No, uh, Ben actually saying he's looked into it before and no. That, that might be someone maybe said yes oh. as like a homebrew thing or something that. Their party does, but typically no. Okay. Mrs. Uh, Mr. Seuss. Shaman. Shaman Seuss. Sludge is, he's gone now. We melted him and he ran away. And you're kind of now in this castle with, you know, Mud and all his family. And they're real nice people. And, you know, I don't know what your long-term plan is, but it seems like if you were our friend, that would it would be a lot happier for everyone. <laughs> I don't think I've heard Gum Gum talk that long ever. Yeah, make a persuasion check. I smack his butt. 23 plus, what's his butt smack? Four, D4. 25. 25. Ooh. Uh, she lets out a long sigh and says, uh, I guess. Yeah, there was never a clay. <gasps> that was a false memory. <gasps> Who was that guy talking to Dr. Ahem and Brink then? That was all magic I used, conjuring illusionary appearances wow. to manipulate people to get them to do what I wanted. Oh, no. Oh, that's oh. impressive. I bet she does, like, fantasy catfishing because she's an old lady and she probably <laughs> uses, like, super hot dudes no, to pick I, up baits. I get with shoot. I get with Seuss. Bark, bark, stop. All right. So was that the only memory that you altered? Well, if I'm being honest, I also performed magic on your memories, mud. Is that why I can't remember a jack squat about my about my, my home? When you decided to leave the wither veins, I gave you three stones that you carried with you. And the longer they were with you, the more they depleted your memories of this place so that you would slowly forget things over time. You saw the stones? I think I gave them to... They were taken from you when everyone's equipment was stolen by Seuss. Yeah. These were stones. I think you even brought them up in episode one from your homeland. These stones were intended to make you forget this place, to keep you out of the way, so that I could try to empower Sludge to come back. However, as time went on, I realized I needed royal blood from the Bramble Crack air to free Sludge. So I faked this crisis to bring you here. I'm sorry, but just a little bit of a tangent. Um, of all the deities to <laughs> align yourself with, you went with the giant snot bugger. <laughs> well, Sludge offered to help me. We made a pact. Sludge imbued me with arcane powers I could not access previously, as long as I provided sacrificial victims and their memories for him. Oh. At what point do you just realize that you're evil, old woman? <laughs> 
I'm surprised she's also admitting all of this to us. Gum Gum had a really good persuasive check. powers yeah. of Gum Gum the persuasive. Yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't for Gum Gum, y'all would not be getting any of this. <laughs> well, that's because I haven't tried yeah. yet. <laughs> Based on the other side of the table, <laughs> yeah. it was not going well. Nice. Well, seeing as how your also holy deity has abandoned you completely and your staff is broken and you're not going to get what you want, how about you help us and tell us where Sludge has gone? Unfortunately, I don't know. I've only ever known him once he was trapped in the Briar Orb. Oh, okay. He also mentioned something about knowing the future. What does that mean? That one was news to me. (laughs) During your time under Sludge, did he mention anything about Quadrant or any other evil powers aligning? Sludge did refer to himself as a tetragog. Ah. And he said he was one of many powerful beings. So we've technically gotten two of them at this point, or we've identified two of them. Yeah, I don't know if we've killed them both. Did he he tell you his goal? Sludge seeks power and control. No. Sludge always hungers for memories to feed himself. Mm. And why do you follow him? He gave me power. Didn't he kill all your people, though? Well, if you want to get technical, uh-huh. I provided those people to him. What? What? Oh, you're so, you're oh my goodness. Just for power? They never let me get access to our magic. They excluded me, and they made me feel bad for it. Well, this is probably why. <laughs> so, so Sludge gave me access to power. So of course, in return, I am going to use this power on those who tried to deny me. All right. It all no, makes you sense. Suck. I, I, don't the the scenario. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. I was the victim. Hey, you're such a victim. I slowly unhook uh, Gum Gum's <laughs> uh, friendship place and start just shoving her towards the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No. No, no, she no, I don't, I don't have the key no, to the no, friendship no, bracelet. No. Why does she want to go in the hole? Because she can teleport. I think it's if we leave her uh, out of eyesight. You know? All right. What if so, I shot her with an arrow? Don't shoot her. She's a prisoner of war. That's against laws. What, 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 what does this do? <laughs> I go, what does this do? And I wave the broken staffs around. My, like, uh, make an arcana check. Gum Gun's got a potential new weapon. The negative two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Minus three on arcana? Wow. You're so magical. Oh my god. Uh, uh yeah, you uh you, yourself in the head. you begin like yeah, conjuring magic from nothingness and powerful tornadoes appear all around you and lightning crashes. And from what everyone else's perspective, he just hit himself in the head and he's now like, <laughs> laying unconscious <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> dreaming. This is mighty powerful stuff. It's probably for the pants. best. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. So I feel like we've gotten a bit of the story now. Well, I wanted to answer my question. Oh, what's your answer? What's your question? Of what the staff does? Yeah. Oh. Uh, hey, what does the staff do? It was a manifestation of the arcane power that Sludge granted me. It's broken now, obviously. Yeah, you don't So, want that. now that Sludge is gone and your staff is broken, does that mean you have no more powers? Those allowed me access to greater power than I could ever imagine. Gotcha. Mm. To say I have nothing would not be accurate. Not accurate. Not, not accurate. Where's the diagem? I have it. The yeah. green one. Oh, okay. That's what you came here for. Do we have three? Or did one get taken? We have two, because uh, one got taken. Yeah, yeah. Quadrant. 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 Um, should I put that in mind? No, no, no. The other guy got it. What? Oh. That's right, because Gum Gum took it from Quadrant, and yeah. then the misty red guy took it. Yeah. Gum Gum. Should I put it in my bag of holding? I have the diagem. I know. 
Yeah, it's it's giving well, it's me like, powers. Yeah, it's just like mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's using it. I shouldn't know if I should put it away for safekeeping. No, I got it. Whoosh! A Terra shell wearing sneakers and a cummerbund suddenly appears in the room. Oh, God. It's Torathor. Hi, Torathor. He doesn't notice you all at first as he smiles down at his cummerbund. Wow, talk about the gift that keeps on giving. Okay. So glad right. I bought it. <laughs> he looks up at all of you guys. Oh, there you are. Hi. <laughs> I love this guy. It's not looking pretty out there, folks. In addition to Krokmire, the Amnusia have now taken over Morbane. Oh, so now there's giant blobs of ooze wreaking havoc across the bayou. I barely made it out. Oh, but look what I brought. Salt. He reaches behind him into his shell and pulls out a large sack, opens it revealing a mound of antiseptic salt. Woo. So it looks like we need to do some seasoning. Yes. Yeah, if you could figure out a way to quickly spread the salt across the wither veins, that would maybe take care of this Amnusia problem. <laughs> So, I can think of a way. Are we gonna be, are we gonna play Santa Claus here for a moment? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what can I turn into? Could you turn into a sleigh? No, or a giant reindeer, it, a flying it, reindeer. It can turn into a sleigh. I don't have a flying reindeer in my uh, in my. This guy, uh, Miss Zeus, real quick. Uh, so since Sludge is gone and your powers are gone, and you're kind of on our side now because you know you're you're, you're handcuffed to me. I mean, your, your friendship to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, what can you do to help us? Oh, I'm just a frail old lady. I don't think I don't true. have access to my powers anymore. Because you broke my magic stick. Do you know what I think needs to happen? Is that she needs to spend her time here thinking about what she did in the prisons of... Time out? Time, time out. She needs to have some time out. So... Why don't you, can we uh, transfer her to the proper authorities? Yeah, some guards up here at the beckoning of Lord Lomish and useless, Lady Sandra. Way. Sorry, just stop talking to these guards. Where, where have you been this whole time? Uh, they were helping the other victims in the Bramble Castle. Huh. There's amnesias everywhere. Yeah. Okay, okay. Guarding the people. Yeah. Well, not Lord Lomish. As if you would even let them fight if they were in this room. Mud gathers, gathers the salt, puts it in the sleigh that has now appeared. Uh, from Bart's inventory and turns into a giant bat. Ooh. Wait, y'all do this inside? There's no. definitely a big window. Uh, Torthor says, uh, uh, if you want, I can teleport you all outside of the Bramble Castle out in the Babayu. How far away is that from here? Just outside. It's just, outside? remember, y'all jumped out the window before. I'll walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow wherever. Let's go. We've got a job to do. Hooray. Meet you guys out there. Just get in the bloody sleigh. We're get, aren't we getting teleported outside yeah. first? Yeah. You can all be teleported along with the sleigh. Okay. Yeah. I hop in. Get I in the sleigh. But it's Torthor. Get he's, in the he's sleigh. He's showing off the thing. I wanted that. Get in the sleigh. This is the only chance you're going to get to use it. Bart lifts Kyborg and puts it in the sleigh. <laughs> I oppose your strength check. <laughs> Let's go. I'm fine. I'll get in. <laughs> you all get in the sleigh. And whoosh, you arrive back outside the main entrance of Bramble Castle. Don't say it. You feel the warmth of the morning sun pouring through the droopy willow trees. And then you realize you're completely surrounded by slimy yellowish amnesia. Well, we fly. Oh, you immediately just like yeah. take off? Yeah. All right. You take to the air, abandoning Torthor to his no, awful fate that. below. Okay, Graham. He'll just teleport yeah, out of there. Yeah, he's fine. Don't worry about him. Okay. My <laughs> he moves slow, but he thinks quick. Yeah. Most of my party members are the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, you already have an inspiration tie. Um, <laughs> all right, so exactly what are you going to do here? You're taking off and you're just going to fly around and throw the salt out? Or well, what's going on here? Hold on, let's see if we have anything here. I though. mean, I have the salt in my inventory from when he gave us some, so I can read what it says. Zombie on all. Oh, it does a lot of stuff. 
Didn't they have anything that like duplicates anything? Or like makes it grow? Well, like we a have growing? a big old bag. Yeah, there, he right? gave you. Yeah, he gave you quite a bit of it. So, so yeah, is, is there anything against just us like you know sprinkling it Santa over? Claus style throwing it out? No. Okay. I was, just, I was just looking for like descriptors. You know. Oh well, obviously Bart's gonna get into a, a, a wardrobe. Of course, Bart becomes. Um, a very jolly fellow with a white beard and a uh, red-looking uh, velvet outfit with a black belt and black boots. And he goes, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's magic. I got it. I don't know if there's copyright on Santa. I want to, like, dip some of my arrows into the salt. Oh, and just be firing. Killing them. Oh, I guess they are. Yeah, they have yeah. Your Santa's Mary Elf? Yeah, yeah. Distributing joy to all the people. I want to kill a bunch of goobers with salt. Amnesia. Yeah. All right. I guess everyone make a, what do we call that? I guess just make dexterity checks to see if uh, you're able to successfully reach in the bag, and toss salt uh, over the edges. I have an 18. <sighs> 12. 10. I'm flying. Am I doing it? Oh, no, that's right. You're flying. I forgot. Uh, yeah. Everyone seems to do okay. Gum gum, you throw some salt out. But you don't account for the wind, and you throw it directly in front of yourself, and the wind blows it back into your eyes. Uh, you have some trouble seeing uh, which way to go, and uh, you start fumbling around, and you uh, get too close to the edge of the sleigh and start to fall over. Uh, I quickly grab hold of the edge. I make a dexterity check with disadvantage because you can't see. But I have advantage on dexterity. Can I? So get, you get it. So just even so then. Can I grab it, Gum Gum? Can I assist in this? Let's see what happens. Okay. You, you, you want to check or save? Check. Check. Oh, you have advantage on dexterity. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I have advantage on dexterity save. But I just thought this was safe because I was like saving myself from something. Gotcha. Eleven. Yeah, you start to fall over a little bit. Uh, Kyborg, uh, I guess you make a dexterity check as well. See if you can grab him. Twenty-one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you start to like tip over the edge of the sleigh, but your friend Kyborg grabs you in a big friendship hug. Thank you. And pulls you tight. And then what about Bart? I yeah, Bart. 18. Eighteen. Bart's like laughing at the whole thing. I assume. Yeah. I do a barrel roll. Oh no! Everyone make a dexterity <laughs> save. <laughs> Save. Save this time. 21. 19. Okay, yeah. Um, maybe um, Mud telegraphed it a little bit. You all knew it was coming, and you, you hold on for dear life as the sleigh uh, turns upside down, causing a lot of the salt to fall out and then dis- yeah, dissipate into the wind over yeah. uh, over the, all the land below. Oh. Do you hear that? The, the sound of, of the slimes dying. It's just and sizzling. It, no, no, it's like, it's like a... <laughs> and, and, and then I'm like, wait, look, and I look out the window and I'm still uh, chained uh, to, 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 oh, to Susan, 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 dragging. Drawn. No, no we, we left her there. No, we were relinquished with the guards. Yeah. Just hear those sleigh bells ding-a-ling-a-ling, ting-ting-a-ling too. She were worried about copyright and you start seeing <laughs> Not the appropriate lyrics though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You have uh, distributed all of the salt and below it, you can see all the amnesia are um, dissolving away. Yeah. We did it. Yeah, we did it. I high five Kyborg. I return the high five. Dexterity checks, both oh, of you. Oh, God. And in doing it, some of the salt spews off our hands. 15. 22. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good high five. It looks solid, sparkly. Oh, my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, as we're like flying around and people are like seeing that we're killing all these amnesias, I make sure to tell them remember, it was the infinites who saved you. Oh. A little marketing there. Yeah. We are. That's nice. We need it. And to all a good night. <laughs> You've already got an inspiration. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I assume at this point you all head back to the Bramble Castle. Yeah. We have any extra salt? Yeah. I'm sorry. What? We have any extra salt we can put, uh, keep in our bag? Just the original extra salt Just that I mine. think Mud had. Yeah. Because okay. when he did the barrel roll, it all fell out. I didn't read it before, but it actually has some... Uh, 
effects that can be used against zombies too. Mm -hmm. It's pretty yeah. useful stuff. All right, you all land back outside the Bramble Castle and Lord Lomish and Lady Sandra are waving at you all as you land. Lord Lomish proclaims, Thank you, all of you. You've saved countless lives today. And I get the sense you've done this before. His gaze turns to the mural of bramble cracks behind him, and he points to a face at the very top. You see a grizzled furbolg with a weathered look of determination of what looks to be a furry creature on his shoulder. I don't know if you knew this, Mud, but your great-great-grandfather, Brumble Bramblecrack, was a fierce friend to animals of every shape and size. In fact, it was while he was dwelling amongst the wilds of Phaser that he learned a rare ability. He learned to create what we call a briar orb. That is how Sludge was defeated the first time. It imprisons creatures in a demi-plane if touched. And I fear you will see Sludge again someday. Maybe even others like him. So, I think it's time I pass the Bramble's wisdom onto you. He holds out a pocket-sized wooden box with a tree carved into the top. Only a Bramblecrack can open this box. Inside is everything you need to create the Briar Orb. I, uh, I take Gumbo's hand and I push his hand against the box, but then I make sure my thumb kind of touches it too. <laughs> I want, I have Gumbo needs a win. Oh, okay. Gumbo gets an inspiration die. Okay. <laughs> I'll remember that. I'm, I'm going to have to try. He's really pretty good about it. You can add the Bramble box of the Briar Orb to your inventory. And when you, you know, touch your thumb to it with gumbo, the box pops open. Uh, and inside the box, you see a white seed and a small scroll with scribbled instructions on how to plant the seed and cultivate it into a fully grown briarwood tree. Oh, it turns into a tree? Can you bring that with you, like in one of those bags that we have? Put it in your, your safe space. Yeah. Grow, stuff grows three times fast. Speak to this. It's a, it's got steps. I also have a bag of holding if you need to store anything. Step one, speak to the seed in its native tongue. Speech of beast and leaf, which I have. Whisper words of encouragement and nourishment. This is doubly coming out of my brother's love of plants. Uh, carefully plant the seed in loamy soil. Clean isn't uh, real. Under full moon. <laughs> <laughs> um, daily dampen the soil with a mixture of water and ground ar arabic arabica berries. Arabica berries. Arabica berries. The seed will eventually sprout and grow under direct moonlight. It will grow up to be about seven meters into a shrubby briar weed. The leaves will appear dark green, blah, blah, blah. If properly nurtured, flowers may be bare. A rare fruit known as briar orbs. These orbs are brown, thorny, and house self-contained demiplanes. All right, got to catch uh, them all. Let's go. And, you know, uh, Arabica berries, or as they're uh, more commonly known, coffee. Coffee beans. Ah, Arabica beans. Nice. Uh, can I make a moon appear in my little cloak? Yeah, why not? Sure. Okay, then I, I, I'll, I'll do that later. Okay. A lady Sandra asks, So, where are you all headed off to next? We don't know. <laughs> I like that confidence. <laughs> Probably back to the yeah. castle. Open to suggestions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're still looking for the other diagems, right? Yeah. Is there yeah. any, we could try to find Gum Gum's dad. Uh, what? <laughs> is there, is there any good restaurants we should hit up before we head out? <laughs> the diagem that Mud has... Do y'all have any legends about other ones similar? Oh, yeah. Um, if you recall, I believe when you all were previously asking in the area about diagems in an earlier episode, no one seemed to know that term. Yeah, so I suppose we should head back to the Dr. Ahem place. Don't remember what it was called. Boulderay. Do you all want to head back via air or water? Should we change it up with some water? Let's do water. 
you, you have to be a giant dolphin and make a swim. I'm going to turn it up. Please, you source. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. You work hard, you play hard. That's the Bart Marge way. Yeah. 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 Um. So thanks for the fun times. Uh, glad you're not dying. Don't know if I should be upset. I don't have a brother. Uh, <laughs> maybe they could get to work on that while we're gone. Hey, I could be your brother. Chuck. I want to say something. I know you and your family don't always get along. I don't like this tone you're talking. I know you I'm going to need you to talk in a higher tone to me, John. How to your face? <laughs> well, I'm trying to have a moment with mine. Therapist Gum Gum just showed up. <laughs> but I'm just saying, the mouth sounds in my ear right now are making John uncomfortable. <laughs> I know you're not very close with your family, but your dad was almost dying. He seems like a cool dad. I, I feel like if there's anything you want to say, you should you know, give him a hug and because you get to see him again. Gum Gum, do you want to give... Mud's dad a hug. <laughs> I hear. I got gotcha. you. Uh, you might regret it. No, I, I do. I I got you. I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. I walk over to my dad and my mommy, and I give him a big hug. Um, they're the only people I'm down with hugging. <laughs> um, and I wh- I whisper something into my dad's ear. Oh. I'm gonna slack it to you right now, Gus. Okay. And how does that make you feel? I'm gonna like starting to tear up and starts hugging. Hugging Bart. Hugging anybody that'll take it. Bart hugs Gum Gum. It's okay, bud. Your dad dad loved you. I know. And he stood there somewhere. It's simple. He accepts your big hug with a smile. Mm. Then uh, after uh, you all finish your hug, he looks over to Gum Gum and approaches him. And Gum Gum, he wraps his arms around you. Lord Lomish wraps his arms around you and gives you a giant hug. Thank you. It, like freed his soul from his. <laughs> there you go. Bart it's a good dad. <laughs> Bart hugs Lord Lomish's leg. Uh, <laughs> I put my hand on my uh, die Jim Crystal because my family is. You know, it reminds me of them. I just kind of hold on to that. How touching! Yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, you all are going back by water this time. Yeah. Is it your first time going by water? Normally I'll do... Yeah, uh, we're scared to be, like, maybe vulnerable, but... Before we go, I want to to find some, like, wood that we can use for uh, skis. All right. It's a little vacation time, Mm. you know? I am very nervous that they're going to bring back that sea monster we avoided that one time. (laughs) (laughs) Can we go in the water? I'm down down for it. (laughs) That was was naval combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I grab uh, some dirt from the ground to have some fresh dirt. Nice. Uh, from my home <gasps> land. Should, should we take a long rest before we get going? Maybe we'll do it on the boat. Yeah. Yeah, we do it on the boat. You got time. You can do a long rest. Can Mud do that? What? Long, long rest. rest while you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I'd be, I'd be Big Dino. Okay. I show off that I can turn into Big Dinosaur to Ooh. A crowd of people appear and watch I'm as be- you transform into a plesiosaur and as you pull away the <laughs> mobile. Hey there, stinky listeners. If you want even more odorific content like this show, you should follow us at Stinky Dragon Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Come join us on the Stinky Dragon subreddit where fantastic folks like you are constantly posting thoughtful theories, magic items, and hilarious memes about the show. If you post on social media using hashtag Stinky Dragon Pod, we might name an NPC in the show after you. Uh, in addition to those NPCs, we also want to give a special thanks to some friends who provide voiceover for characters in the previous episode, like Shaman Seuss, who's voiced by Elise Willems, Sludge, who's voiced by Jeremy Dooley, Lady Sandra, voiced by Kelsey Childs, and Lord Lomish, voiced by John Grills from the Bloody Disgusting Podcast.
Speaking of which, uh, go ahead and roll me a d6, if All you right. could, John. Let's see how this goes. The better, the lower the number, the better. That's Maybe. how it's better. I think it's random. Ooh, three. Mm. Y'all uh, head out. Crash uh, <laughs> and uh, you're starting to leave the coast behind when uh, you see a massive wave quickly closing in on your position, uh, heading your direction. And before you know it, it's on top of you, crashing over everything and everyone. All of you need to make a strength saving throw. Oh my gosh. Not me. I guess not. You're a, you're an aquatic animal. Everyone yeah. in the boat. 13. 16. I rolled a one, but that's a 10. <laughs> okay. So I don't know. If 13, you wanna... 16, 10. But I mean, you could, if it, it wasn't that one, so. <laughs> Punish me is what I know. Uh, he's saying. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to be just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in the boat gets battered around quite a bit as uh, the wave rocks it back and forth quite violently. Uh, and everyone takes a little bit of bludgeoning damage, 21 points of bludgeoning damage Whoa. as you're violently right. thrown around. Am I still technically the tree? No, it would no, be over by now because that was only a minute. But after that happens, that's when they take their long rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then after that, uh, it seems uh, after that tidal wave uh, passes you by, uh, the seas become calm, almost like you could fall asleep. Are we actually taking a long rest? It's up to you if you want to. Yeah. I would like to. Yay! I take, oh a, I take a long rest too, and we hit an island. <laughs> no. <laughs> now you, when you wake up, uh, the the tides have pushed you back up to uh, the uh, bayou. We haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this looks familiar. Hey, worth it to get all our spell slots back. After a while, you, know, you all begin uh, approaching Boulderay again. Uh, everyone, go and roll me a perception check. Love to. I oh, don't know. It's gonna be on fire. Something's, oh, something, something's wrong. This boulder's on fire. 21. 13. Four. God. No bad roll. 12. Gum gum, I can always count on you for the, the <laughs> low perception roll. Man, gum gum, you're so excited. You're looking forward to some R and R back in Boulder Ray. Uh, you're just so preoccupied making plans for your staycation. What do you want to do with your time off, gum gum? Well, first, I'm going to do some uh, magic spells with my new magic rod. And he's then, got another. He's got another broken piece of mundane equipment <laughs> that has no magical properties to it. And then I'm gonna look into trying to be a spider again. And then <laughs> I'm gonna talk to people around town and see if they've seen my dad. And then it's for usual. <laughs> and then I was thinking about I don't know having breakfast. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah. Mud and Kyborg, as you near the borders of Boulder Ray, you see the entire town seems to be blanketed in darkness, uh, even though the rest of the vast highlands are bathed in sunlight. Bart, you try to listen for any signs of disturbance, but it sounds like it's completely and totally silent. And Bart, specifically, you see this as a trap waiting to happen, but it's more than that. You can't seem to shake the feeling of fear growing in the pit of your stomach. Guys, we should stop moving. Something is wrong. I swear to Daya, we can't leave this stupid town for nope. two seconds before something happens yep. to them. You know, this town reminds me of, uh, you know, in Hercules, there's a town of yeah. uh, Thebes, I think it's yeah. called, where it's like they're constantly getting pummeled by beasts and terrible things that happen. And then I, this is like that. I am one step away from us relocating the Infinite's base somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah. Somewhere where you get a better tax incentive. Yeah. Um, so we don't hear anything. It's covered in darkness, and I could sense it's a trap, and that's something like something Something's really bad. very wrong. Yeah. Okay. What kind of darkness are we talking? Like, is it like a fog, or is it like it just, we just it, literally it, can't see? I would say it's like the absence of light. Could oh, I? Wow. Could I pull out Boomba, my wand, and check for magic? Oh. Yes, but I believe yeah, your detect magic only goes for like thirty feet. Yeah, uh, we're pretty far. Don't you have fancy glasses that can see through stuff? 
I do, but I don't know if it would work on this. I have the uh, goggles. Ryan, might as well. Yeah, I'm wearing my Veronian goggles. And what is the range on those? 100 feet. Oh, okay. What do they do? I guess, yeah, uh, read them just so we know. You can see up to 100 feet through all types of non-magical weather, which I imagine this is magical uh. weather. Uh, rain, fog, snow. Additionally, your vision is not affected by the fog cloud spell. Hmm. So do you want to pull it within 100 feet to try to use them? Feels like it's magical. I, I think it's probably magical, but and I also don't know if I want to get it within 100 feet of this place. Do you want me to send like a like a Beast of scout? Yeah. 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 Okay. And see if we hear anything. Are you on the boat at this point? Or are you still able to do this as a giant dinosaur? I'll turn back into mud, get on the boat, um, and I'll cast conjure animals. Okay. And I'll conjure, let's just say like, I can't remember what birds I could do, but like just 47 say, pigeons. I mean, eight birds. Can I just say I send eight birds out? Yeah. To scout and come back. Yeah. Yeah. You send them in, scout, wait a few minutes, and um, they don't come back. Uh oh. Is this some sort of portal? Maybe, maybe uh, Boulder Ray got like displaced and it's somewhere else. So we can't even see Boulder Ray. Correct. It's completely covered in pitch black darkness. Okay. Okay. Are there any other nearby towns or docks or anything like that? Um, mm, not towns per se. The nearest town would be pretty far. Normally, in the past, when you've docked, you dock off those cliffs. Um, there's another area that's wooded to the west. There's no towns really nearby. Did the bird that you or whatever the creature you sent did it like go all the way in? Do we like it enter the darkness? I would say it goes up to the into the shadows and then you lose sight of it in the darkness. Does anybody have like some sort of spell that makes things glow? Or if I lit an arrow on fire and then I mean, shot it into the town, we could see what happens. I think some of my illusions could include light. I also have prestidigitation. Oh, you did so good for so long there. Shut up. Prestidigitation. <laughs> so I could like light a fire on an arrow and then launch it in and then just kind of see if it disappears or if it teleports or... Maybe we should be stealthy. Land somewhere and, and be sneaky. I feel like we should just go in. I don't know. It's uh, everything in my gut is telling me this is a trap and that I'm I'm really scared. I don't usually feel this way. I'm usually very brave. I'm a brave boy. That's yeah. our home in there though. What are we supposed to do? I say we go in. We go in sneaky like... Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Snakes. We take. We get as close as we can on the boat. I cast polymorph and make gum gum a snake. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> He's scared of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> he slithers by a mirror. We could like a SEAL Team Six this, where we all get in the water and then bring the hemmobile and then we just kind of float in. Okay. I mean, the hemmobile. I think we could just like get rid of essentially. What if we make it look like a shipwreck floats in and we're all sneaky? <laughs> Like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, like you go invisible, and then and then you become uh, like a, a like a, a crab, and then I'll be I'll be a snake, <laughs> the most stealthy of the aquatic creatures. And then, then Kyborg, you 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 uh, use your you don't know what you do, Kyborg. But we're all we just let and it floats up, and everyone thinks it's just a ship. That's I'm shipwreck. gonna regardless cast invisibility on myself. Oh, okay. All right, well, then I, I, I will exit the ship, and I will, like, help paddle. Wait, so are you all keeping the Ahemmobile as a ship, or are you getting rid of it? Because I heard both options Well, here. if we get in the water and start swimming, we don't need the ship. And that's probably better if we want to be stealthy to not have a big boat coming behind us. You sure. Know? Yeah. We'll, go, we'll go in swimming on our own. Swimming? Ooh, okay. Can you turn me into a seal? Yeah, I turned I turned Gum Gum into a seal. Can you do that? Oh yeah, polymorph, I right? Have polymorph. Yeah. I, I was joking before, but I'm doing it now. Yeah, yeah we're seal team. Yeah, I cast, but I that's fine. Seal team six. Yeah. Mark, do you want to be anything? I have polymorph as well. I, I, I like me. I okay. like who I am. <laughs> I cast polymorph and make Kyborg a seal. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a seal? Or, or. Okay, good boy. 
I turn into an otter. <laughs> Bart, are you just Bart, I'm but just invisible? Bart, yeah. Okay. Invisible you can, you Bart. can ride on me as an as an otter. Can I choose when to turn out of this? I say as a seal. How does it sound? How does that sound? <laughs> now say that in Draconic. <laughs> I'm kidding. I see the light go out in Blaine's eyes. Okay, so uh, you stealthily go up. All of you make stealth checks. All right. And me with advantage, yes? Yeah, and you have advantage because you're invisible. I feel like we all should have advantage. Yeah, because we're all seals. Well, yeah, I'm not making you make swimming checks. 16. 27. Uh, 11. 9. Half stealthy, half not. Okay. But we're also seals. They just look like seals. That's true. <laughs> so maybe they see, but they see seals. Yeah. I mean, theoretic, a theoretical And thing. an otter. And an otter. Okay, so y'all, uh, you know, swim up to the shore and, you know, Boulder is right in front of you. You're just going to go in the front gate? No. I mean, do we have... They're docks or anything like that, right? Normally, you all dock at the base of those cliffs, and then you go up the cliffs to go in the entrance, the one of the gates of Boulderay. And are those not available? No, they are. I'm just asking, like, if that's how you're going to do Let's it. Let's go an alternative route than the front door. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, like, less treaded path there is to get in. So the main gate, like, where you met uh, Guard Grattle way back when you first got here was the southern gate. Uh, but where you're docking uh, now, you could try to come up from the northern end of town. And there's, like, wooded, hilly areas you could try to walk through to enter the town in a more stealthy way that would put you kind of close to where the Immersed Gateway was at one point. Let's do that. Okay. Once again, since you all are, are, are not in the water and you're sneaking through the ground, everyone go ahead and make a stealth check again. Nine. Oh, better that time. Nineteen. Not twenty for twenty-two. Twenty. I hate myself. <laughs> I have a lucky. I just turned it. I just turned to Kyber. I go. Shh. <laughs> being too loud. I probably will never fail a stealth check. I have <laughs> advantage when I'm invisible, and I have a plus twelve. Hey Gus, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all uh, start to get closer, and you see as you are approaching that the entire town seems to be in darkness. Like where you are, it's sunny, it's daytime. And then almost like, I would say almost like a cloud. You can see, you know, through shadow you can see, but way, way darker than that. Is it like the episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns blocks out the sun? Yeah, kind of like, almost like nighttime. Yeah, yeah, I'd say okay. like that. And then as you're standing there looking at it, Kyborg at your feet, four dead birds are thrown and land at your feet. Thrown? Yeah. Are they like... My birds are yes. they fae? You recognize these birds? <gasps> My babies. As a seal, I like look at it and start chewing. Wait, are on you it. still a seal? You all went up the cliffs <laughs> and you're, I said you're on land. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Where did the birds come from? I draw my bow and I like, it's look. It's dark. I had dark vision. It doesn't work. <gasps> I'm cross-eyed. Uh, so we're at the we're at the border of it. Yeah, you're right at the border. I put a hand in. Uh, yeah, your hand uh, is like just totally engulfed in darkness. And it, and it shakes it, but it grabs your fingertips. You know when it shorthands you. You know, does and it, you're just you're so annoyed. All does right. it feel like anything? All right, I don't know. It does not feel out of the ordinary. I take handcuffed. Uh, my friendship. I don't want to be handcuffed. I don't want to be handcuffed. No, so you can pull me in. So you can pull me. So like, if I go in, put a rope around me. I don't want to get handcuffed. I have. I'm a bow. I'm an archer. He needs his arms. This can go sixty feet across. They can make him. Give it to me. Okay, put it on me. Put on me. I want to do a barrel roll in. You know that, right? Yes, and somersault. Uh, somersault in. Okay, Gum Gum goes in attached to me. Okay, so Gum Gum and Mud go in. Kyborg, you're... Yeah, I stay out. Oh, Gum Gum goes in attached to Mud. Yes. Yeah. Kyborg... It's okay. Mud's probably stronger than Kyborg anyway, so... I somersault in. <laughs> As Kyborg somersaults in. Bart, how are you approaching this? God, I hope something just I'm going to wait on the outside. With me? Yeah, just in case I uh, hear anything. Yeah, we'll send the expendables in. <laughs> to go make a bubble mud. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate insult now. Uh, all right. And also, while that's happening, could I use my wand of detect magic? Yes. Uh, and this uh, detects magic within 30 feet of you. Yeah. yeah, you can tell that the darkness is magical in nature. 
Okay, tell what kind of magic? Evocation magic, which tracks with darkness. Uh, you two, Kyborg and Gum Gum, when you step inside, you realize not only is it dark, it's also eerily quiet and silent. Um, I, I try whispering something to Gum Gum. What do you whisper? Uh, can you hear my voice? Can I hear? Gum Gum doesn't turn around. So my, did I hear my own voice? No. Okay, okay. Um, can, hmm. can I turn and look and see if I see Kyborg at all? Mm, if he's right next to you, you might be able to like barely make him out, but it's it's very difficult to see. What's it smell like? Dirt and rock. Is that what it normally smells like here? Yeah, it doesn't smell out of the ordinary. Can I use uh, press digitation to oh, make yeah. a small campfire like as far as it can go from me to see if it illuminates any of the area around it? The range is 10 feet. 10 feet in front of us. So you want to make, you said a campfire? Mm. You can light a candle or a torch or a small campfire. So you cannot manifest a campfire to appear, see. but you could light something that's within the 10 feet of range. What or if, if, you bring, have a, if you pull a torch out, do you have a torch? What if I bring an arrow out and I look at it and I light the arrow on fire? Yeah, you can try that. All right, I do that and then I, sh- I shoot the arrow in. You hit an old lady that was standing there in the village. <laughs> I heard with Zeus. <laughs> I've been screaming the whole time. <laughs> I kind of lob it, not in like a, uh, like a lethal sort of way. I wanted to kind of arc in, you know, well, a slower Before arrow. you even get to that point, I would say like, you uh, cast your prestidigitation. <laughs> you cast your prestidigitation on the arrow, and uh, it sparks and uh, you know it forms a small fire for a second, then it's very quickly snuffed out. Man, okay. Uh, can I uh, pull up Boomba and go? Mm, show me the magic. <laughs> see, 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 there's, uh, I just I just what? had done that. Yeah. Well, when I'm when he did that, when he did his magic, what like his prestidigitation. <laughs> When he did his thing, did, I, did it change it. or did it? Did I, well, you I, detected transmutation magic very briefly with a. Yeah, like did it? His magic work? I guess is what I'm trying to. Like, you did detect transmutation magic very briefly. I okay. I yes, grab Gum Gum with one arm and then I start walking us backwards to see if we can leave the uh, darkness. Yeah, you walk back out into the light and your the rest of your party is there. Okay, well, guys, we didn't see anything. It's completely dark. You can't light fires. It just eats the light. Did you try opening your eyes? I did. <laughs> I go back in. No, <laughs> and it doesn't seem like magic works. But we also didn't get attacked, so I don't know what that's worth, but something's going on. Okay. It's dark. Well, I suppose we have no choice but to go in and try to figure out what's going on. I don't think we can go in because nothing works in there. We can't see anything, hear anything, no- nothing works. Do you have any big digging creatures? You can be mad. Um, No. Can we maybe walk around the perimeter of this and see if there's anything? Yeah, I like that idea. Could we do a little perimeter walk? Yeah. I mean, it's a big place, I assume, that's covered, but... It seems like it's all a boulder, eh? Also, with my cloak of manifolds, I want to turn it, like, black. Like, I just want to match it. Just okay. to make a, a camouflage of sorts. I assume y'all are going to split up. Who's going with who? Well, can we just all, just as a group, do a perimeter walk? I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to split the party. How do you want to go? Clockwise or counterclockwise? We're coming in from the north. Where you're coming from... We'd have to go counterclockwise, Yeah, right? counterclockwise, really. Uh, clockwise probably would not work out. We go counterclockwise. Look at you, you knowing that off the top of your head. I got a visual memory. Yeah. I just can't remember names. All right, yeah. Y'all uh, begin... His name's Gum Gum. His name's Gum Walking <laughs> around the darkness in a counterclockwise fashion. Uh, and if you go this way, it's not too far to get to Infinite Headquarters, which is actually the far northwest corner of Boulder Ray. Is that also covered in darkness? Yes. And as you're getting close... A couple of hands reach out from the darkness and pull all of you in. Whoa! All of us? Yeah, all four of you. Everyone make a wisdom saving throw. Saving throw. I did a nat 20, 23. Did a nat one for a zero. (laughs) 
the duality of man. <laughs> I, I have advantage on wisdom saving throws. 15. I rolled a vonk cat. 24. Uh, all right. So in the end, mud 24, kyborg 15, gum gum zero, bark 23. Yep. Okay. And mine was a nat 20, just so you know. I don't like brag about it. Gum gum, as you step into the darkness, it unlocks your childhood fear of heights and you're overwhelmed with a feeling of vertigo. Hey, that don't feel so good. Uh, everyone go ahead and roll initiative. Gum 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 passes a little bit of gas. 13. 22. 7. 20. First time me and Kyborg didn't roll the same initiative. It's been oh, a little while. the streak. It sucks. Kyborg, you are first after you is Gum Gum. <laughs> what am I looking at? It's like the darkness. <laughs> you realize what pulled you in was like humanoid hands, and you can't really see anything inside here now that you're in the darkness. Okay. I have an arrow. Um... Mud senses his dumb friend is going to start shooting arrows in the darkness and ducks. I attack the darkness. I attack the darkness. I guess, do we know how we're placed standing within range of each other? Or we don't know because we can't you're, see you're, You would assume you were pulled in, in, you're in the same order they were walking in. Which we never established. Uh, I guess I, I, I'm just going to like ready myself for an attack. Like that's a, that's a thing, right? Yeah. Where I can just kind of You can also, off. yeah, like delay if you want to go after someone else further down the list. But in a way that like it doesn't take my me out of the initiative order, correct? Right. Well, you could delay your turn. Like you could say you want to go after someone else. So I have to call who that is now. Yes. I, I want to go after the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> is that allowed? <laughs> sure. You you're gonna wait to be a little more specific. Sure. You'll wait for someone to attack you and then go after that. Yes. Individual. Yes. Okay. Gum gum. You are very scared. Okay. You don't know what's happening. I'm very scared. I'm going to rage. Just for reference, uh -huh. you have the status effect of Frighten. Uh-huh. Little pee-pee boy. <laughs> Says it's an official d, &D rule. And uh, it just means you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, and you cannot willingly move deeper into the darkness. So you could still rage. Okay. Well, then I'm going to roll for my rage. It's an eight, which is a bolt of light shoots from my chest. Another creature of your choice you can see within 30 feet of you must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d6 radiant damage and be blinded. I can't see any creature in front of me. That's a pretty useful one in this situation though, huh? Bolt of light. Yeah, unless the light somehow is magical light. But the problem is in order to even manifest, you need to be able to see where it's going. Mm. But it shoots from my chest regardless, right? Because it just says a bolt of light shoots from my chest. Just like shoot it just out shoot randomly? It. Yeah, because it shoots from my chest. Then it doesn't necessarily hit anyone. It yeah. just procs light. Yeah. So it just makes the light and then disappears. Okay. So yeah, you make a beam of light appear and just shoot out randomly. Mm -hmm. For a very brief second, the area around you becomes very quickly illuminated. Everyone, I guess roll a perception check at disadvantage. Neato. Sweet. Here you go, Kevin. 17 is my worst. Yeah, look at you. Eight, nine, 21, 25. Wait, hold on. I have a thing. I want to try something. Oh, no, it's a saving throw. I can do lucky. Yeah, I'm going to do lucky. <laughs> because... You'll probably lucky. hear what happens with what we're seeing. But it depends whether or not he can act. Oh, okay. okay. so I roll lucky, and technically that means that I can pick whichever one, whichever roll. Mm-hmm. I'll just roll again. So I'm going to roll again. I assume for the nine. So what did I get originally? 21. 21. I take that one. Mud, Kyborg, and Bart. Very briefly, uh, Gum Gum, you do not see this. For just like a flash of a second, you see almost like elf-like creatures surrounding you, and they all shield their eyes when the light goes off. How many? You saw a handful, no more than five. Okay. 
And they're all in front of us? All surrounded. Surrounding. Yeah. Is there is there expression that of an enemy or a friend? They look mad. Ooh. In that brief flash of light. <laughs> gum gum. Uh, so you that proct when you rage. Uh huh. So j- and just to be clear, you said I can't go any further into the correct. You darkness? cannot pr- proceed into the darkness because of your fear. Okay. In my fear, I'm gonna do cone of cold in front of me. Okay. Uh, it's level fifth spell using my uh, rainbringer staff. A blast of cold air erupts from your hands. Each creature at a sixty foot cone must take make a Constitution saving throw. Creature takes. 8d8 cold damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Okay, so the three of you roll a four-sided die. If you roll an even number, it hits you. If you roll an odd number, well, no, it doesn't. They, are, are they, they're not in front of me, are they? You don't know. You didn't get to see anything because of the light. You're blind shooting. I rolled a four. I rolled a three. I wouldn't have rolled. I wouldn't have done it if they were... It's okay. Mine is a one. Okay, Mud, you get enveloped in the cone of cold. So go ahead and roll damage. Well, constitution saving throw oh, first. Oh, constitution saving throw. What is it? I rolled a 15. Okay. You're good. It's 12. Okay. I'm not going to show you the rolls, but I'm going to roll here for myself. They're visible, just like our enemy. Okay, there are some failures here, so go ahead and uh, roll damage. All right, that's 25. Okay, so then Mud would take half, we'll roll down to 12. I'm taking some notes here for myself. You rolled four ones in there. Yeah, that was not great. I'll take it. Well, yeah, it's good for you, but... Yeah, bad for them. And if anyone uh, dies, they become frozen statue. Okay, you don't have to worry about that. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, your surroundings suddenly brighten, revealing a sunlit boulder ray. What? For a split second, you catch sight of four gray-skinned humanoids clothed in shadow from head to toe. They're each armed with pitch-black blades, wearing hooded cowls, each revealing a pair of indigo eyes. They quickly bow, then all at once vanish into thin air. Each of you start to feel your pulse quickening, your heart thumping in your chests, beads of sweat trickling down your brows. Bart, you feel goosebumps spread all across your body. You look down to see your own shadow stretch out, clawing along the ground. It darkens to a pitch black and reshapes into a slender silhouette of a long-haired woman with pointed ears and indigo eyes. A thin smile curls along her face. Hmm, I can already tell. This is going to be so much fun, Bartholomew. Oh, I'd be surprised if you remembered. But yes, we've met before. I'm Inku, Queen of the Shadow Mane, and I come with an invitation to all of you. Hmm, what do you call yourselves again? Infinites? <laughs> Such a ridiculous name, but it does have a certain ring to it. Come find me in the land of Tetra, Bart. It'll give us a chance to reunite face to face. You know, catch up, have a few laughs, swap stories. There's one story I've been dying to tell you, actually. It's the one where I trapped your parents in the shadow main fraternity. Are you an ex-girlfriend of mine? (laughs) Find out what happens in the next episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. No, I stop on the shadow. I stop on the shadow. I say, get back, shadow. (laughs) 